This is Contractor Sense with Ruth King. Welcome to Contractor Sense. Here you discover ideas, tactics, news, and information that matters to your contracting business and you. I'm your host, Ruth King. This episode is sponsored by Financially Fit Business. Go to www.financiallyfit.business to grow your business profitably, build wealth, and analyze your monthly financial statements in less than 10 minutes a month. Thank you for joining us. Here's how we will help your business and you today. So we're in the middle of the seven pieces of a financially fit business, and we're actually up to number six of the seven. We're going to talk about budgeting today, and probably all of you are rolling your eyes in the back of your head, but this is perfect. It's the first part of 2024, and it's a great time to talk about budgeting and making sure that you are achieving what you want to achieve in 2024. You know, I can't remember who said, Dwight Eisenhower is famous for the line, but he wasn't the first one to say it, you know, failing to plan is, or failing to plan is planning to fail. And he wasn't the first one. But, you know, the, the, the funny part about it is if you don't figure out where you want to go, you're definitely not going to get there nine times out of 10. And you may go someplace where you really and truly don't want to go because you're not paying attention. That's what, you know, financially fit businesses do. They monitor their KPIs, as we talked about during the last webinar, and they figure out where they are. So... A funny and interesting story. Many years ago, I'm talking about many years ago, like in the 1990s and the early 2000s, I used to teach a class called BOSS, Business Owners Survival School. And part of BOSS was establishing establishing goals and objectives for year one, year two, year three, year five, year 10. Okay. So this was, they did this in class. And when they left class, it was totally up to them to look at them and implement them, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And typically, most of them threw them in a draw and never looked at them again. You may be one of those who goes to class and doesn't implement. So I get an email a couple years later from a guy, and he said, you're not going to believe this. And to which I go, yeah, I'll believe it. (laughs) He said, I, you know, I, I attended boss, and I threw those goals in a drawer, and I totally forgot about them. I was cleaning out my drawers this weekend and cleaning out my office, and I found those goals, and it shocked me. I I said, why? He said, because even though I was not physically at least conscious of them, I accomplished most of them anyway. So just from the fact that you do the budget, just from the fact that you write down your goals, even if you throw them in a drawer, you're going to start heading in that direction because you've written it. You subconsciously told your subconscious, this is where I want to go. And even if you don't give it another conscious thought, you're probably going to get some of them done. So do your budgets. Even if you throw them in a drawer and you do them because your banker made you do them, because you want a line of credit or you need a truck loan or something along those lines, and then you never look at where you are. All right, just do them. They're really and truly not hard to do. The basic of budgeting is, number one, making sure that you have accurate financial statements from 2023 so that you can use that as a baseline. Now, I don't look at it and say, okay, we're just going to add 5% to revenue and 5% to expenses, and you know that's where we're going to be. The really interesting way to budget is if you start with what net profit per hour you want. And different departments can have different net profits per hour on average for the year. So if you want your installation department to have a net profit per hour of $100 an hour, 
and you have 100 billable hours, then you want to earn $10,000 in that profit. Now, I'm doing really low numbers just so that you can do them in your head. Of course, you're going to have more than 100 billable hours in a year. All right. It doesn't make sense. I mean, you usually have 16 billable hours a day per crew. All right. But let's take it from the 100. Okay. And then once you know that you want $10,000 in profit, you know what your overhead is for the year. And that gives you your gross profit for the year. And then you can add your material expenses and your labor expenses and your equipment expenses and your commissions, da 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 da, da. And you can come up with what revenue you need for the year by starting at the bottom line. It really, I have to laugh a lot because most contractors start at the top line. They go, okay, revenues last year were this. We want to do this much more revenue or we want flat from where we were or whatever it is. And then they work backward. They look at the bottom line and they go, nope, I want to make more money than that. <laughs> so what do we do? We start over again and, and we change the budget. It is much easier to start with what net profit you want or net profit per hour that you want and multiply it by the actual number of billable hours you estimate for the year. And then you know pretty much, you know, when you budget, you'll know what your overhead is going to be for the year. And that gives you your gross profit for the year. And then you can add your direct expenses. And then lo and behold, you have your revenue for the year. So the thing that I like about budgeting is I look at it from a seasonality perspective. And if you're just, you know, if you don't have departments, you're going to have one seasonality for the, the company. If you have different departments, then your service department seasonality might be different than your new construction department seasonality and probably is, which might be different from, you know, plumbing seasonality versus HVAC seasonality versus generator seasonality. You know, the, the contractors I work with in Florida, when is generator season? Think about it. It's, you know, March, April, May through the summer. And yeah, people, it's too late by the time we get to summer to get generators unless the lead times, have, you know, start going down. But the reality is, is that generator season is not the same high season as HVAC. You know, I'm talking about installation. Service is a different story. But the just look at what you're doing and what the seasonality is. So if you're in new construction and you know it's one twelfth of what you plan a month, which is probably pretty close to where it is, you're 8% a month and some months you're 9%. That's it. That's the easy way to budget. All right. But if it's service, it, it may have you know, busier months. You might have slower months. Even plumbing increases a lot in the fourth quarter because people are looking to get all of their plumbing issues resolved before the holidays and all their company and all their parties and everything along those lines. So you never know. I mean, figure out where your seasonality is and then apply your budget to whatever seasonality is. And when we get back from the break, I'll go through this specific budgeting process. Imagine you had total freedom. You didn't have to worry about money. You didn't have to be a slave to your business. The words, I can't, are eliminated from your vocabulary. What if you could do what you want to do whenever you want to do it? A financially fit business could give you that freedom. How? By knowing what your financial statements are telling you and taking action based on what they say. You can do this in less than 10 minutes a month at an investment of less than taking your family out to dinner once a month. And if your financial statements are a mess, you can get help. 
Go to www.financiallyfit.business or click on the QR code below to get started today. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. We're going through probably one of your least favorite things to do called budgeting. (laughs) And if you have Excel, it's actually not that difficult to do. Before the break, I said to start with what you want for net profit per hour and then work backwards. The key is you've got to figure out what net profit per hour you had in 2023. And if you haven't been tracking your billable hours, you're going to have to estimate billable hours. And remember, billable hours are the total number of hours that you can bill a customer for. It doesn't include vacation, doesn't include holidays, doesn't include meeting, doesn't include training, doesn't include going to um, supply houses or walking around the shop. How many hours could you bill a customer? All right. And so you need to know that. And if you start tracking everything by billable hours, it's amazing how much things actually with respect to profitability go up because you're really tracking it. You don't have the overhead issues. People get their work done in the time period that they're supposed to. And we go on and on and on and on. All right. So I said, figure out your billable hours and that you estimate for 2024 times the net profit per hour that you want. That's your net profit. Now, the the harder or the easier piece, and there's some parts of overhead that are not going to change, or gonna, you're going to be very sure of if there are increases, one of which is your rent, because your lease agreement should say rent is going to escalate at X number of dollars a year or X percent a year or something along those lines. So it's very easy to estimate 2024 rent. Um, things that are not so easy to estimate is gas prices. They're going, they're still going up and down like a yo-yo and different parts of the country have different gas prices. So you have to figure out what and estimate, you know, just assume it goes up at least by the rate of inflation. Insurance costs. You should have an idea from your insurance agent, what your workers comp is going to be, what your general liability is going to be, what your auto rates are going to be, you know, those types of things. And your general insurance is going to be, they know. They may not want to tell you by in, until they walk in the door and say, it's renewal time. Your increase is 23% this year in which you fall off the chair. But the real, they know. They absolutely do know or have a really good sense of where it's going to go in the following year. So find out from them where it is. Your telephone costs are not going to change that much. Um, if you're planning on hiring new people, Yes, you're going to have increases for uniforms and trucks and tablets and communication things along those lines. You'll figure out what you want for marketing for the year and put that there. Um, and then your office salaries, if you're not planning on increasing, you know, i.e. adding more people. If you're going to give raises that are consistent with the rate of inflation, it'll be somewhere between a 3 and a 5% raise this year. So, I mean, you can do every single line item and figure, all right, is it going to be the same this year in 2024, or is it going to be higher, and how, how much do we think it's going to be, and actually go through the line, line by line by line by line, and then you have your total overhead cost for the year. Okay, So, we figured out how many billable hours we want. We've multiplied it by the net profit per hour that we want to get our total net profit. Then we've done our overhead. And so that gives us back to gross profit. All right. Now, the other part is pretty easy, simply because, you know, each billable hour for service, 
you know, there's revenue of X or what their average service ticket is and things along those lines. So it's pretty easy to figure out the percentages of labor and the percentages of material. You'll know what your financing charges are. I would assume, and quite frankly, when I'm, I'm putting together budgets this year, is I'm putting them together from a perspective of credit cards are at least 3%. And there's rumors that they're going to go up even higher. So either people are going to pay by credit card most of the time, or they're going to pay with financing. Very, very few people, unless you're in a specific area of the country, are paying with check. Yes, occasionally I still get contractors who, whose customers pay them with cash that's been in a brown paper sock. I've seen it. So, you know, every once in a while you'll get that cash. It's not going to be very often. So figure it's most of the time, 95% of the time, it's going to be either a credit card or a financing um, buy-down rate that you're going to include. So those things go in there um, and you go from there. All right. So then you've got your revenue that you need every single month. So all we've done is we've taken our P&L and gone backwards. Rather than saying revenue is this and we expect material costs to be this and labor costs to be this, you still are having material costs and labor costs, but you're just doing it backwards. And that's okay because you've decided what profit you want for the year. And once you decide what profit for the year you want, then, then everything else you know falls into line. The key is, and this is what we're going to talk about in the next podcast, is you've got to figure out are you where you've budgeted? Are you ahead in revenue and behind in profit? Is overhead higher than budgeted? You know, what's going on? And that's what we talk about with respect to your monthly financial reviews, which is the last of the seven steps of a financially fit business. So here's what we've done so far. First one was tracking. So you now know your billable hours and you're going to start tracking that in 2024. You're tracking cash by looking at your financial, uh, excuse me, looking at your bank statements every single day online. You are looking at your financial statements, which is what we were going to talk about in the next session. Session two was to know your overhead cost per hour and your net profit per hour. Session three was pricing. Session four was maintenance. Session five was your KPIs. And in this session, we talked about putting a budget together for 2024. And when we get together next time on the next webinar, it will be monthly financial statement review and what you need to review on a sometimes daily, sometimes weekly, and sometimes monthly basis. So thanks for listening. <music>